0: We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hello and welcome to The Financial
1: Answer, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the program today. We're here on the radio again talking about the worlds of finance and retirement, as we always do, with the lovely Nathan O'Brien. Can I call you lovely?
2: Is that all right? Uh, no, my wife only gets to do oh, that. Oh, she only so gets to do that? that yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, comfortable,
1: I'm comfortable with myself as a dude to say, you're a lovely man. That's good. Know? I'm
2: not comfortable with that, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well like, you know it could apply to your demeanor and your personality it doesn't that's have right. to necessarily
2: i know it's the looks too man but still the, you know the personality and all just you yeah. know, well you're a wonderful
1: okay. guy how about
2: that that <laughs> sounds good as sounds always good. nathan's here with
1: me thanks buddy how are
2: you i'm great besides really being good lovely today. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great, yeah. So good. It's, Everything going good this week? It is, yes. Uh, as long as uh, I think, from where you're saying, as long as you don't float away. Oh, yeah. Have, I'm taking a canoe area, to get man. to the studio. It's like <laughs> the rain has been crazy, so yeah. I don't know what's going on with all that, but. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's been nice around here. We've had a lot of a uh, lot of nice little showers here and there, so it's been been good for the area. Yeah, well, now it's August, right? I mean, my grass is you know growing out of control, though. Yeah, no, I mean it's growing like a weed, and you got to get out there and cut it all the time. <laughs> it's like, man. Yeah. Anyway,
1: so let's get into our topic today yeah, with the folks good. that are listening to us. They're probably going, "What is wrong with these two guys?" <laughs> uh, yes, we always do, folks. We talk about the world of finance, investing, and retirement. Of course, Nathan is a registered investment advisor, chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart. Pro with Dave Ramsey. Uh, He's got about 15 plus years of experience in the industry. So uh certainly someone worth talking with he's your coach in the area the local financial coach is what we call him right here in the hub city 85551 coach is how you get a hold of him 85551 coach we had a couple of calls that came into the program from last week's show uh, and one lady was like i didn't hear the number and i thought that was kind of cute um she's like uh, she, i was like well how did you call if you didn't hear the number <laughs> but i think she was confusing the number for calling in for yeah, uh to talk so. with you for the toolkit so. and she really yeah. wanted to get the toolkit so yeah. let me reiterate, folks, you can call or text either way to get the toolkit. It is two different gotcha. numbers, but if you feel more comfortable calling, just call 855-51-COACH, leave your information and say, I would like to get that toolkit sent out. And uh, and Nathan's lovely wife, and she actually is lovely, will send, <laughs> yes, you, <she> is. <laughs> uh, send you out that toolkit. She'll just have to get your mailing address and things of that nature. Or you could go online and order it as well, totally free, totally complimentary at his website, InvestorCoach.net. All right. So as we've uh, rambled on here for a couple of minutes, let's get into our conversation about getting out of our own way. See, I was in my own we way to start in the show. Foot, don't we? Yeah, we <laughs> do. Uh, we shot ourselves in the foot to start this show, and uh, <laughs> but we do that with our finances, right? We and I do, know you yeah, see this yeah. a lot. I do, um, yeah. And it look, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's nothing to be ashamed of. We're human. We all make silly mistakes.
2: Right. We do. We do. And so you know, it's the thing is, is we can't worry about the past. We can't right. b- worry about what's happened there. We just got to make good decisions going forward. And I think that's what some of the things we're going to talk about here, just kind of give you some ideas about what to watch out for yep. and to make sure that you're on track.
1: Yeah. Nathan and I had a great conversation before we went on air uh, about the same things. You know, we st- sit and talk and we and we joke and things like that and we catch up a little bit, but then we also actually wind up talking about the same things we talk about on the show. Right. So we get just get right on here to the show and get going. So, you know, Nathan, a couple weeks ago we had some fun talking about the uh, the voices of, of greed if you will and I said yeah. you had like the little angel on the one side remember yeah. the like the <laughs> cartoons right. like Tom and Jerry would have
2: yeah, the little devil and, the, the, angels, angel, and right. the devil on each side.
1: And <laughs> we said one was fear and one was greed in, in right. this in our analogy, right? Right. And right. they they chat they chime away at you and they make you do things at the wrong time. That's yeah. one of the biggest ways we get in our own way, isn't it?
2: Yeah it is. And you know I don't know you remember last year we had tons of calls yeah. uh, from people and you know, I bet you over a hundred times last year, I had people calling in saying that, uh, you know, I didn't know that the market was going to do really good after President Trump got elected. And I I was kind of worried about what was (laughs) going to happen. Well, Mark Cuban said it was going
1: to be terrible. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there was
2: all all kinds of uh, feedback out there in the media and news and everything, just talking about what was going to happen and predictions about the future. And so uh, so many people jumped out of the market, and they missed the returns for 2017. Yeah, and 2017 was and that crazy. Was the, yeah. That was the fear, and that was the, you know, the, the worry that was driving that decision. And look, we, we can't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We can always make a prediction, but that doesn't mean that it's right. Most of the time, looking even at the professionals that are trying to pick stocks and trying to tell you what's going to happen tomorrow with the market, most right. of them get it wrong. Over 80% of them get it wrong. So yeah. you know, why do we think we can do any better than that? You know, so uh, allowing that fear and greed to to cause us to take action and, uh, you know, really ends up hurting our portfolios over time.
1: Well, because we all do it, right? So we all yeah. jump in at the wrong time and <laughs> we all right. jump out at the wrong time. It's nothing that's new. Right. So no. you've got to be smart with the other aspects and the other avenues, I guess, of your planning so that you can mm-hmm. maybe get out of your own way with that stuff.
2: Yeah. and That's why, I mean, that's why I recommend people use an advisor, or use a coach. That's why I call myself a coach. It helps you stay in line, helps you stay on track. And, and really my job is to help you make good decisions yeah. and not you know, necessarily just follow that fear or follow that. Agreed that, that we all have inherent in our bodies, you know, and in our minds, we all have that. But having that third person that's out there that can, can look in at your situation and help make sure you stay on track. That's the key.
1: So do you have a whistle coach?
2: <laughs> do you, you know, I don't. You make your I might clients, need to get yeah, one. Right?
1: Yeah, like, that's a good and, idea. And you don't make your clients do up downs. Do you remember? Do you, were you ever in football? And, oh and, yes. Oh, yeah, oh those uh, are downs, terrible. Those were so painful, uh, so, especially after twenty of them. Yeah, yeah. So no worries, folks. Nathan does not make you run laps or anything like that. Uh, financial coach. Now maybe some mathematical, uh, uh, you know, uh, calisthenics, if you will. But <laughs> <that's right. laughs> But not that's physical right. ones.
2: And you know, I mean, one of one of the things that I do is, uh, you know, no. No is the whistle for me. They're okay, You know, All people right. ask that question, you know, about this or that, and should I do this, should I do that? And, you know, a lot of times that answer is no, no. because – of you know what they're trying to do does come back to the fear that's happening out there and we just have a conversation about it and they can always see that after you just take time take some deep breaths look at you know look at that from a different perspective right. and yeah i mean that's, that's i mean at the end of the day though it's
1: still their money right they're going to do what absolutely. they want to do but yeah. you're there to say yeah. This is a good idea this isn't a they good try. idea you can only give the advice and after that it's up and to people them.
2: don't always listen to me of course that's not fine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just where i try to coach them through it and you know in that situation or like, after ah, they ah, make those t- decisions t- tanya. <laughs> that's right oh, that's funny she definitely doesn't listen but yeah, no it's, a, she's it's a great point yeah listen. right
1: uh it's a great point though because we do get in our own way and a lot of times you yeah, do need right. that kind of voice of uh impartialness to say you know look I I get where you're coming from. Here's the pros. Here's the cons. At the end of the day, it's your dollars. But as your advisor, as your coach, this is what I think we should do. And I think probably people, obviously, if they're turning to you. That's what people are looking for. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's what people are looking for is just, you know, someone that's objective that can say, look, this is the situation. This is what I recommend. And then they can take that decision and and however they want to go with it. But uh, it really helps to have that third party. Yeah, I would yeah say. absolutely.
1: Yeah, so yeah. what about when we make a bad investment choice? And really the idea is because we think it's going to save us money on taxes.
2: Yeah, yeah. There are so many bad investment decisions made because of taxes. Right. And I see this all the time. And, you know, a story comes to mind of a client. Uh, this was actually before she became a client. She came in to me, she had a, a pretty good portfolio, pretty large portfolio, and most of it was in about seven stocks and uh, this was way over a half a million dollars okay, okay. in in seven stocks and uh, these were stocks that had that she had inherited they had been passed down and you know she was holding on to those because of that emotional attachment but also you know her father had said these are good investments hold on to these okay. for a while this was before 2008 so i told her i said look you know this is great i'm glad your father did this for you but um, you know, this is going to be an issue if the market has a correction, you know, or decline and, and, uh, she, you know, made the decision at the time to keep it allocated, right? Because of the tax bill, it was going to be a pretty good tax bill for her. And so, uh, when, when 2008 happened, she actually came in, uh, early 2009. And sat down, and she had seventy five thousand left in the account, um, and you know it was she was sorrowful for those decisions oh, yeah. at the time. I bet, I bet. But that's not, you know, you can't make that up. And so, just those things, because mainly of the emotional attachment, and mainly because of the taxes, that's why she decided to stay where she was. Yeah. And I mean, she'll never get back to that. She'll never get back to that half a million dollars. Um, you know, in her lifetime, it just takes too long from. From based on her age. Right, to, yeah. yeah. From what it dropped down to as well. So it just, um, it was a, it was a learning experience for her, unfortunately a tough one.
1: Well, and we all know that, you know, we all think about taxes to a degree. We all kind yeah. of say, right. Oh, let's do this or do that. But it's always a good idea to make sure that again, you have a sounding board to say, this is what, you know, the concept I'm going for, is this, a, is this the right move or not? And yeah, taxes right. can definitely get in our way. We can definitely get ourselves in trouble with uh, not paying attention. And, and again, we're talking about how we as You know, humans, as people can get in our own way when it comes to our finances, because we want to do the right things. And I think usually we have the intention, but we just, you know, we, well, really, it comes down to the first thing. Really, we can talk about three or four more, but it all circles back to the fear of greed. It does. And just going, I need more or I'm so scared. It's one of the two.
2: That's it. That's it. And fear ultimately leads to making a prediction about the future, you know, and if you're afraid about this, then you're probably going to say, well, I think this is going to happen. So I need to do this. I need to get out of the market or I need to go to gold or I need to buy cryptocurrencies or whatever. It's, It's always something that is causing is driving that. And it's it's. Almost always fear that's driving that decision that we make. Well,
1: I think I I would say for me, I feel like it splits at some point. I feel like it's greed for the longest time. (laughs) And then at a certain age, we go, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. And then right. it becomes fear. It's,
2: as you transition into retirement, and you're more, I, I would say, more concerned with that principal balance, yeah. Mark. That's where, yeah, okay. you know, that, that, uh, that greed, I mean, the fear at that point kicks in more yeah. than the greed, I think. I got you. At this point, you're trying to make as much as you can make, you know, because yeah. you're accumulating yeah. and yeah. trying to grow it as fast as possible. Absolutely. So that's why the greed is driving it for you. Well, listen,
1: let's stay on this topic. Let's take a quick yeah. break and come back and talk some more. I've got a couple more right. things here I want to discuss about getting out of our own way. Uh, so let's jump to a commercial real fast in here, and then we'll come back in just a second. But if you'd like to get one of the retirement rescue toolkits, uh, like the, the caller last week was a little confused, let me go through it one more time for you. So you can get this complimentary kit full of a lot of goodies that Nathan's going to send out to you. Uh, he does need your mailing address because it's a physical box of stuff. So it's a CD, uh, uh, paper on investor awareness guide. That's really the best part that's in there. Uh, there's a couple of, I think there's one book or two.
2: Yeah, there's one book. One it's book. called okay. The Lies My Broker Talk.
0: That's right. So yeah, Exactly. Uh, a Great.
1: couple Great of white papers, a lot of, a lot of basically little things to kind of help get, your, uh, get you started with the retirement avenue here. So you can get it a couple of ways. If you'd like the toolkit, again, it's complimentary, text the word retire to 555-888. Again, that's the word retire to 555-888. You'll get a response text. Just fill out the form that comes there so they know where to send it to. Or you can go the easier way if you'd like, and that's just simply call 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. Call the number, leave your contact information, name and phone number, and Tanya will get back with you and get the pertinent information to mail that out to you. And that way you can get the toolkit that way. And the final way is you can go to the website, InvestorCoach.net. That's InvestorCoach.net. Uh, you'll see it right on the homepage there when you, you kind of scrolls by and you'll see a big old picture of the box and you can check it out and order you one that way. So we try to make it pretty easy for you, pretty convenient. Reach out today, get your own retirement rescue toolkit. No cost or from Nathan O'Brien, at O'Brien and Associates,
0: and more to come on the program after this. Did you know that Nathan O'Brien has a fiduciary responsibility to you as his client? That means he always has to look out for your best interest. When you meet with Nathan and his team at O'Brien & Associates, they promise to act honestly and build you a financial plan that's custom-tailored to your situation. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation today by calling 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Again, 855-51-COACH.
1: Can't get those burning financial questions out of your head? Better keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Or back here on the second quarter, if you will, of the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien, founder at O'Brien and Associates, local investor coach here in the Hub City, West Tennessee. Uh, he's got an office in Jackson and Huntington. And uh, I always say "ton." I can't say done for some reason. You ever notice that? It's okay. I, yeah, it's people too, around, I know it's supposed to be hunting uh, you know,
2: People say it all the time. Do they? So yeah. It's, yeah, it's okay. It just flows
1: <laughs> out that way, Huntington. And I actually used to live in Indiana, uh, and I used to live near Huntington, Indiana. Oh, and okay. And so uh, okay. I, I was in uh, just kind of a habit, I guess, right? We get into those habits. <laughs> but anyway, he's That's got right. two offices. That's the point. <laughs> and you can go to one of the two, uh, whichever one's convenient for you. Eight five five fifty one. coach your number to call to get on the calendar. 855 855- 51 coach, and uh, and when you call in, you should uh, you should say, "Hi, I'd like to talk with Nathan." and get on the calendar, because he's a lovely man, and he'll just appreciate that. That's our theme today. (laughs) Thanks so much, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be our theme today. Uh, So let's get back to how to get out of our own way. Uh, Really good stuff we were covering about how we can just really, it boils down to fear and greed can make us do things at the wrong time. But there are some subtleties, like the taxes we discussed, that uh, making bad investment choices with taxes involved. What about the whole cash situation, Nathan? Because a lot of us, I think, feel an emotional uh, kind of a sense of when we see a certain dollar amount,
2: yeah, in cash, in right? Cash. In, in your bank account, yeah. savings account, that exactly. Kind
1: of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, cash is good, but you it need you need to have the emergency fund. That's right. It's king. That's true. <laughs> and the emergency fund goes without saying. But at that's what right. point do we have too much? And we, maybe we make the decision and we do something maybe we shouldn't do because we got too much cash.
2: Yeah. So an easy way to think about this is definitely emergency fund in cash. And then other purchases that you know that are going to happen in the next three years. Okay? okay. All right. That's good. Don't put that stuff in the market. Don't take a lot of risk with that. That's a good place to park cash for that time frame. Okay but anything that's going to be you know, three years or more out before you spend that money, then you should have some stock allocation in there. Okay. okay. So it doesn't mean you have to put it all in stocks, just have something in stocks to help outpace inflation, to help get a better return. So we're not That's having the-
1: that lazy money.
2: Right. That's okay. right. And you know, I've had a lot of people here lately because interest rates have been going up. You they're know, we're they're starting to see, up, yep. Yeah. We're starting to see banks pay, you know, two and a half, three 3% on CDs and things like that. So, um, interest rates are going up and people are saying, well, should I, should I put some money in that? Should I have a little more but, sitting but there? You're but you're
1: kind of, you're kind of locking that away, right though, for five years or so? Yeah.
2: Well, sometimes, sometimes it's, you know, the introductory offers and things like that. So you can get a 12 month CD for two and a half percent or okay. something like All that. Right. So, um, but the idea is that's, never going to outpace inflation. Right. Okay. I don't care what those rates are. It's never going to be growing fast enough for you to outpace inflation. So yes, that's a great place to park it for the next three years. Okay. But anything longer than that, if you're going to use that money in a longer time frame than that for retirement or that house in the future or whatever, take some risk with that through stocks, through the market, because it's going to work out better historically. The key word being some. Yeah. Right. That's some right. risk. Some risk. Right. right. Doesn't mean, you know, a hundred percent allocation right. to the market or stocks at that point. But again, you know, I think this comes back to what we were talking about, the fear and greed. You know, yeah. we're afraid. And so we want to put it in cash. We're afraid about what's going to happen. That's why I think it's better to focus on the time horizon with the money instead of focusing on that return in the short term. What did okay? you say
1: to me before the show started? The value of time? The the time value, the time of, time value of money. money. Yeah, that's go. the key. Yeah.
2: yeah. So that's why, you know, you have so much more. If you start investing at 20, than you do at 50. Because even if you put in half as much as you as you did at 50, you're going to have three times more money you know, if you just start early, having that money invested longer, it's the, you know, compounding interest effect, the eighth wonder of the world, according to Albert <laughs> Einstein. So, you know, and, hey, it is, and it, that was it a grows smart the guy. Money. <laughs> yeah, he he knew a little bit. He knew so. a couple things. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So it's that time value that really helps that money grow over the long term for you. And if you are 50 and you haven't saved a life, that's OK. Just get on track now. Again, don't worry about the past get it right from now on and make sure you're doing the right thing going yeah, forward.
1: Absolutely. I bet Einstein would have been a monster on jeopardy. He would have just cleaned <laughs> Alex Trebek out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> he probably would. That's, that's right. my random thought for the day. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, but so yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to that, you know, that cash again, having too much sitting there uh, mm-hmm. can start to be problematic. And, and of course we wind up, you know, being unable to make a decision about what to do with it, which really leads to my next point about getting out, getting out of our own way is we are in the information age without a doubt. Information (laughs) overload is abundant. (laughs) And what happens to a lot of us, and and I'll go ahead and freely admit, it happens to me all the time. Mm -hmm. I look at enough stuff to where I go, I I don't even know what to do. I can't make a decision now. I'm stuck.
2: That's right. Investing is one of the worst categories for that, Mark. And, And And a lot of
1: life, but investing for sure
2: yeah yeah that's right I mean if you google the word mutual fund there's like 34 <laughs> trillion articles that come up you know and so uh, there's so much information out there about investing that people get kind of mind locked on that yeah. you know they can't make a decision because of this so that's why that in the toolkit we've got that investor awareness guide you know it's got the at the end of that it's got the 20 must answer questions these are 20 things you need to know about investing simple questions that you need to know the answer to that most people people. Actually, most financial advisors I talk to don't even know the answers to this. So uh, it's something that's important to understand. Yeah. yeah. So 20 questions. It's easy. Get the toolkit or get the investor awareness guide off of our website or call us. We'll be glad to send yeah. that out to you. Eight five five fifty one coach It's a great guide that will help you not get stuck trying to make decisions with investing and help you get on the right path. That's what it's about is just making good decisions going forward.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, so then let's talk about the fact that our final piece here for getting out of our own way is uh, getting financial advice from people who aren't financial professionals. Now, I want to say this with a little bit of a caveat. There are a lot of people in the financial services industry, and I would say that probably most of them have good intentions, but that's not even what I'm really talking about. I'm talking about here when we get financial advice from people who have no training, Right. have no skill, have no nothing. You know, <laughs> he, this could be your dad, your brother, your cousin, right. your farmer, your whatever, you know, <laughs> that's right. uh, and we all do this. We all tend to, whether it's a hot tip or whether it's a yeah, whatever.
2: It, the break room at work or whatever, exactly. you know, coffee at breakfast or whatever. You know, we're sitting at the, at the coffee shop talking to people and we get advice from them. And the thing that we don't think about, we think that, you know, because they're at the same age as us or close to our age, that they're in the same situation. Right. This is really us. working for me, but, Nathan, you should yeah, do this kind that's of thing. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's almost always yeah. not the case. You know, they're in a different boat than you. They're in a different situation than you. They're trying to do something different than you. And you know nobody ever tells you about all the money that they lost doing these things it's only the winning ideas that they tell you about. Exactly. Nobody goes to Las Vegas and says, "Hey, I lost ten thousand dollars this weekend they They all come back and tell you when they win yeah
0: which, that's which i you did know? i did I told <laughs> you that I won, yeah, but then that's I also right. said <laughs> that I basically broke even so <laughs> so
2: you know that's that's what it comes down to and you know, I had a guy come in the office a few years ago and and he said, "Look, I, I've got some money." He said, "I've got an X amount of dollars here. I'm going to give you half of it, and I'm going to give half of it to my buddy over here that's been really good at picking stocks." Okay. Okay. And this is just a friend of his, you right. know. And I said, "Okay." I said, "Look." Oh wait, I this is you're serious? This is this is I am. This No, this oh, okay. is really. This is a real client. And, Holy cow! And, okay. Uh, yeah. So, I and. I, I, you know, I just, I knew him for a long time. I've known him since I was young. So I was like, yeah, I said, I'll take that. But I said, you know, I'm, I'm pretty certain that I'm going to win on this <laughs> because, you know, stop picking is, is very difficult. Not saying your buddy can't do it, but probably right. not. And so anyway, two years later, he came back in and he had nothing left in the other accounts. Oh, wow. We had, we had doubled his account over yeah. that time frame. So you well, know, but at least I mean that,
1: he, at least he broke even at that point because you doubled it the other guy (laughs) lost it
2: he did so you know but he's uh, he doesn't bring that up very often anymore surprising (laughs) well
1: you know a lot of ways that's like my wife and I in Vegas to your point so we go she loses I win we basically walk out flush you know
2: so (laughs) um, you know but that's That's
1: you know know, that's not always the case so you gotta be careful folks you do you gotta be careful about getting in your own way with some of these things we covered Uh, obviously they all kind of roll back to fear and greed and hey again It's nothing to be ashamed about. It's natural. We all do it. But having that impartial mediator, that coach, if you will, to say, yeah, this is a good idea. No, that's not a good idea. You know, that's certainly helpful. And then you make your own decision. You are your own person. But at least you had that impartial person look at it objectively And roll from there. And that's one of the things I love about Nathan and how he uh, conducts himself and the way he runs his business. Uh, We don't do this show to turn every listener into a client. We do it truly because, A, we like talking to each other. And I think, B, we like the sound of our own voice. Uh, But for the most part, we do it to kind of educate the community and provide people with some information to say, hey, here's a couple things to think about. Do what you will with it.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, the idea about this is take these things that you learn on the show, go talk to your advisor about it. And if they answer it that to your satisfaction and you're happy with that, great. Keep it with them, work with them. But if they don't, then find somebody that you do like, that you do trust. That's the key here. So many people just don't know very much about investing and they just let the advisor blindly manage the assets and, and they don't they don't know when to ask questions and things and that's not good. And fear We've could had kick in there for, too, right? You're afraid yeah, to say something. You don't want to upset right. the person or whatever. It is. It is. And that's not the case. They're working for you. They should be working for you. And so make that transition and make you know let them understand that you know a little bit about what you're talking about. And again, the investor awareness guide is a good place to yeah. get started on that. You can call us and or go to the website and request that either one, investorcoach.net or 855-51-COACH.
1: Yeah, and you know, I I was thinking about this the other day, Nathan. You know, all facets of life for us as humans, we gravitate to where we gravitate, right? So, you know, the world, my dad used to tell me, and of course this has changed, he passed away back in the early 90s, but he used to tell me that you only needed three things in life. He said, as a a man, son, all you need is three things in life to make it through. You need a good barber, a good mechanic... (laughs) You know, and a good dry awesome. cl- and a good dry cleaner. Now That's I think awesome. the dry cleaner has gone the way of the dodo bird, but but uh, awesome. but he used to say this because he wanted to look good, right? So yeah. you know the the uh, you know he said you present yourself well in the world and good things you know kind of come back to you, right? And uh, and, and it's that kind of thing. So I think in the same way though, we do tend to gravitate. So if you go to a few different barbers, you eventually kind of find or hairstylist, whatever you want, salon. Yeah, right. You eventually right. find someone you feel comfortable with. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then I think that's the same thing with every walk of life. So when it comes to advisors, we talk about it all the time. You don't have to come and see Nathan. We'd like you to, but go see one, two, three other people, but also make Nathan one of that. And then, f- you know, see who feels good for see you. See who fits for you. Who yeah, fits, that's, right. It's a right. mutual give and take.
2: Yeah, yeah, makes the situation yeah. better. So absolutely, that's a good idea. Compare me to a barber. I love that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look a little shaggy hey, on the sides. I love, there, so yeah, yeah, I lo- I love to, my. I love my hairstylist. Yeah, ooh, uh, see, you see. Know, that's because yeah, you're a lovely man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. I, <laughs> I knew that was coming. So, yeah, I mean, you get to share your world with them every time you go visit them. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's un. You know, un. I guess. I guess, um, I don't know, you can just open up about everything. It's like well, a, you know, a counselor. It's crazy. Yeah. Or well, some I people, some people used to be that
1: way with your bartender, right? Your favorite bartender, right, you yeah. go in, you sit down right. and they you say, give me a scotch, Johnny. And then you'd kind of pour out your, you know, your troubles or whatever. Yeah, so that's true. I'm glad you do that with the barber versus the bar versus the bartender. But all right, folks, <laughs> this is uh this is the financial answer. Like Nathan mentioned, go ahead and grab that, uh, that uh, investor awareness guide. You can get the whole kit if you'd like either one's complimentary, yeah. but if you want to just get the guide, they can just also just email, email that over to you. So simply call 855-51-COACH, leave your contact information, say, Hey, this is Joe Smith. Here's my email. I'd like that investor awareness guide. That'd be fine too. So reach out and, uh, you know, whatever's convenient for you and talk with Nathan and the team 855-51-COACH. More to come today here on the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien. I'm Mark Killian riding shotgun, and we'll be back in just a minute.
0: At O'Brien & Associates, we want to educate you. After all, the more you know about your finances, the more you'll experience a peace of mind in retirement. Call 855-51-COACH to get started. That's 855-512-6224.
1: 51 coach Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. You've got questions. We've got answers. This is The Financial Answer with
0: Nathan O'Brien.
1: Back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates, Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor, as well as a local smart investor Pro with Dave Ramsey. Reach out to Nathan if you'd like. 855-51-COACH here in the Hub City. Uh, Nathan, really good stuff today on the show. I'm having a lot of fun talking about these different things yeah, that we're covering. I got yeah. some some statistics for you because I know you're a big statistics oh, guy. Yeah. You just I love, love these. You just think the, it, these yeah. things that are Numbers interesting. Numbers are my game. Numbers are your game. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to cite every source. I just found a lot of random stuff that from all across the country. I think most of this is nationally based. Yeah. Um, okay. So my, my curiosity really is... I'd like to see how it reflects to what you see locally, so oh, on, okay. on a much smaller scale, yeah. uh, with you know with your local community. No, that's great versus some uh, some national numbers, if you will. Okay. Uh, so here here we go. first couple ones for you. so about seventy six percent of baby boomers they have found are not confident that they have saved enough for their retirement seventy six percent. do you wow. think that that's okay. accurate based on what you see locally?
2: yeah, so that's. Of course, when people come in to talk to me, they're always talking about money. So they've saved something, you know. Right, and but do so they feel I, they've That's had not enough. what I see. Okay. Yeah, and so yeah, when the, when I talk to people about if they've got enough, I think most of the time the problem that I see is they haven't taken the time to calculate that. Okay? okay. So they don't really know what that number is for them. They don't know if it's, you know, 500,000 or a million or $50,000. They don't know what the number is. They just have this number in their mind and they think, well, I, I want to have a million dollars. Well, you may need to have that. You may not. I don't yeah. know. You know, nobody knows until you actually look at that situation and run the numbers. So yeah, I mean, looking across the country, I would say, yeah, that's probably right. Because probably half pe- half the people out there aren't even saving for retirement. So Well, we're going to get um, to that one too. So. No, Oh, okay, yeah. great. Great. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that th- that's what I see as an overall number for my clients or for people that come in and talk yeah. with me. Yeah. So, um, but maybe 30, 40%. Oh, I well, would okay. Say, right, well, that's um, good. Something though. like that. that think they haven't, you know, don't have enough saved, but maybe when we look at their plan and, and build a plan for them, they're good. They're yeah. on track.
1: Well, okay. And that was going to be kind of my, my sidebar here is, so let's just say it is 75% of people that are baby boomers. Again, this is baby boomers that walk in yeah. and say, right. um, I want to talk about my retirement. I don't think I have enough of mm-hmm. that 75%. If that was the number, how many of them would you say, roughly, once you start doing the numbers, they're shocked that they actually maybe are okay. More than yeah, they realize?
2: Well, yes, I think that's that's correct. More than they realize because they haven't looked at what expenses are going to be and things like that. Now, I know a lot of these things are guesses. You know, we call them sure. goals goals for yeah. retirement, but it's actually a guess because we don't know how it's going to be 5, 10, 15 years right. from now. But um, all of these guesses that we make on the future, you know, once we plug those in and see this is what they're actually wanting to do. And maybe it's not as expensive as they thought it was going to be, that kind of thing, especially after we factor in inflation and all of that. Then, yeah, I mean, it it does come down to most people after they get on some sort of a plan are pretty easily able to accomplish that. Okay. Okay. Where it's something that they can do. They've got enough saved or they need to, you know, maybe save X amount between now and the next 10 years when, when they do retire. So most people are able to accomplish that. Um, and I, I don't know, I think maybe that statistic is kind of skewed for me because pe- okay. just the people that I see, Yeah, yeah. Um, you well, know, that's, that's why that, I, that I wanted to do this kind in. of
1: experiment. Yeah. was to see yeah. how it feels locally here in the hub city versus nationally in, in the United States. So right. it's, it's kind of fun to do that. Uh, so what, let me just ask you this and I'll move on to the next one. Um, uh, okay. would you say that it kind of, I think this is an interesting statement that if you, you know, if you work, if you have a plan, right. And you work yeah. the plan, then the plan will work.
2: Yes. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. So it's the same thing, right? So it's very, yeah. Yeah. yeah, You get a retirement
1: plan and you actually work that plan then yes, the plan will absolutely. work for you. you know, absolutely. It's pretty it does. simple.
2: It does. And we don't know what market returns are going to sure. be over the next two or three years, but pretty much over a 10-year time frame, you can know what your average is going to be or very close to right. that, you know, right. historically anyway. And so it's something- Barring that,
1: some massive 2008, right. right?
2: Yeah, that's right. And so even with that, I mean, most people still recall 2008 and remember the, the major losses they had during that time. But that comes down to, they didn't realize how much risk they were taking. They didn't understand understand. understand that. And that's a big part of what we help people understand is standard deviation of their portfolio, how much risk they're actually taking, what it can do if we do have another 2008. And so that brings that confidence level up to to a higher level than you've been before. It helps you be more confident with what you're investing in. Okay. So let's move on to
1: another statistic here, Nathan. Yeah, uh, this one's interesting as well. So 30% of uh, workers surveyed uh, said they're, they're not sure what to do with the funds in their 401k. Now this is a little ambiguous because it didn't really say what do they mean by that. So what to do with the funds, I'm assuming how to allocate it maybe, or okay. how to, uh, you know, how to properly invest it within their wow. 401k. Okay. So, so,
2: to me is a scary number because that means that 70% feel confident about those decisions. Well, (laughs) That's kind of my point, right? Back to our first
1: topic. I think that might be true because we make a decision or maybe most of it just go target fund because that takes the decision and making out. You just go, well, I'm going to be of age in 2045, so I'm picking that fund.
2: Yeah, that's right. And, And the scary thing is that You know, if, for example, the last 10 years, the market's been up, you may have looked, most people look at their 401k and they look at the best performing funds over the last three, five and 10 years. And if it's done really good for a 10 year time frame, they think that that's what they need to put all their money into. But more than likely, you're putting it into the most aggressive most risky allocation that your 401k has when you do that. So you can take a lot of risk and lose a lot of money by doing that. That's not how you pick stocks. And that's what scares me is that that 70% feels confident that they're making the right decisions when they probably aren't. Right. So that's, that's something that You know, will majorly affect them if we do have a market turndown that was, you know, anywhere near what it was in 2008. I don't think that's going to happen, but it will at some point in the next 40 years. So, yeah. You know, be careful, right? Statistically, statistically right. That's right. That's right.
1: But uh, we never know what kind of boneheaded play might happen from some whoever. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to jump into politics, but, you know, we only, you know, our presidents rotate. So, I mean, you never know which one may do something that could cause who knows
2: what. Yeah, that's right. Um, And it's not just the president. It's man. not I mean, just it the president. Be, yeah, you know, exactly. the financial institutions are still doing bad things toward their client. I just read something earlier this week with Wells Fargo. I mean, they have been constantly, really after
1: all the stuff they had. They tried. Yes, their, they've been they trying have, to rebrand. Another
2: another thing that the SEC is looking at finding them for just bad they were they were pushing high fees high cost investments to Hmm. their clients of high net worth so anybody that had more than a five hundred thousand dollar account they were pushing you know high fee accounts and high fee uh, you know investments that were making i'm actually kind of surprised they
1: consider more than five hundred thousand high worth i figured somebody like that would go yeah
2: I don't know how anybody even invests with them. <laughs> well, we'll save that for another time. But, <laughs> That's right. you know, so, you
1: know, a lot of things can affect all this stuff. These statistics that we're talking about here with yeah. Nathan O'Brien uh, of O'Brien & Associates. You're listening to The Financial Answer. Again, this is The Financial Answer. And we're talking about a lot of different things, as we always do on the show. But uh, just discussing some national statistics that I had come across and seeing how they kind of relate locally here in the Hub City in West Tennessee. Uh, 855-51-COACH, your number to call. This one's uh, really kind of interesting, too, I think. About 46% of the workers, again, surveyed here, uh, they wind up leaving the workforce earlier than planned. Mm, so just yeah. across the board, about 50% yeah. of us wind up for whatever reason. So let's say you, you have to leave your job um, sooner than you plan to for retirement. So if, let's right. say it was 65 and you've got to go at 60, whether it's forced retirement Mm-hmm. or maybe medical and about half the time it looks like people are leaving because of medical issues.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's right. I think that's a pretty uh, common statistic for around here as well. Okay. You know, when when I talk to the the 30-year-old that's investing for retirement, they're going to retire at 55. Okay. Okay. But when I talk to the the 50 year old, they're like, well, 65 would be good. But when I talk to the 60 year old, they're like, well, 67, maybe 70, something like that. So it changes over time. I've seen that with people and there's a lot of studies on that. But, you know, I would say that, yes, most of the time people are, you know, Half the people out there leave or end up being forced to leave before they had planned to. So, um, so then how does that
1: affect? Then how does that affect you? Because that could throw it, a it, serious wrench in. It there. can,
2: yeah, absolutely, it can. And so it again depends on the amount of planning that you've done and saving and investing. All of these different factors, uh, you know, that you have to consider in that situation because. You know, we don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen to his health. Why isn't it you know, Mark, we were talking before the show, you, you know, you haven't had the best health and you're no. kinda concerned with your health going sure. forward. And so I think this is just something definitely medicine is is better than it was ten years ago. Oh yeah. It can keep us alive and, you know, in better health than we've been, but still things happen. And when you yeah. talk about 65, 67 years old, I mean, if you've had that long of a life, you're probably going to have some things wrong with you at that oh, absolutely. point. It may yeah. cause you may cause you to, to leave early. So that needs to be part of the plan. It doesn't need to just only work out. If you can work till 67, that's, that's difficult. Well, you and I think know.
1: Nathan, again, and so this is my own question for you, but you tell me what you're seeing locally. And a big portion, so let's say half of these people, half of the 46, so we'll go with 50, so let's go with 25%, are leaving for health issues. And yeah. of that, how many really are addressing health issue, health care in retirement? I think that's probably the biggest gap hole, right? That's the yeah, biggest it kind is. of, whoops.
2: It is. And yeah, it is. And that's, I mean, that's one thing that we do address in our retirement plans and financial plans, because there's going to be a cost. I mean, Medicare is, is great insurance. Um, and your Medicare supplement, all of those things don't cost very much, okay? Uh, But they are an expense, so you need to address that in your plan. And, you know, I like to tell people most of the time that Medicare is going to be the best insurance you've ever had. And and it is, that's what I see typically see for most people, but there are some costs there that you've right. got to be aware of and you got to know, and you got to plan for those things. But you know, the big factors, most people don't plan for the assisted living or right. the nursing home right. and things like that, and that Medicare doesn't cover. Yeah. And so that's where, you know, that can cause some major financial issues and really blow up a plan if you haven't addressed that.
1: Now, so, let me ask you a question. I don't think mm-hmm. I might, may- if I'm right on this, so that chartered retirement planning uh, designation that you have. Yeah. Was that a lot of focus on social security? It was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah there was a big segment uh, focused on that. We spent uh, two or three classes on that and it was really good. Uh, learned a, I learned a lot. Actually, I thought I knew everything about it, but I there, learned a lot. It's a pretty complicated system. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. There's a lot of different formulas. Well, it has to be on, right for 300 yeah, million people. Or that's whatever. right. Yeah. That's right. So there's a lot of different things that you take into consideration with that. And Um, it's just, it's, it was a really good class. I enjoyed it. Good. Yeah.
1: Well, we got one more here before we take a break, Nathan. Uh, so let's talk. Well, actually, I'm sorry. We got two more, uh, excuse me there. Uh, Uh, 24% of retirees, uh, work with a financial, only 24% of retirees work with a financial advisor of some sort. So let's okay. say, what is it? We'll use that crazy number that 10,000 baby boomers are retiring every yeah. every day or what, yeah, every week right. or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's say of that 10,000, only 25% have sought out help.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, that's different than the statistic I see because it's a hundred percent of the people that come in, but, right. but you know, of the but people I mean, that, I mean, just when talk you're talking with, me, with yeah. folks or whatever. No, yeah. that's right. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that's because of the trust issue, you know, it comes back to people remember how bad things were and, and the, the stupid things that financial advisors and brokerage well, for, did. But yeah. But for every yeah. Bernie
1: Madoff, right. There's, right. there's a there's, 10,000 guys doing a good <laughs> yeah. job. That's know? right.
2: That's right. But the, you know, they don't make the news. That's the they thing. don't make the news. The, the good guys don't make the news. Okay. Let me, problem. let me
1: ask you a question folks. And, and I'll ask Nathan this too, but ask yourself this. If you go to a restaurant and you don't have a good service or a good time there, how fast are you to compl- likely to complain? Jumping
2: on Twitter right after that. Right, you know, <laughs> you know or, or Yelp or whatever. But
1: I mean, right. or even just saying something, yeah. right? To the person, right. to a manager or something. If you had a bad experience, okay, switch it over. You go to a restaurant and you have a wonderful time. Things are fantastic, the food's really good. How often do you go out of your way to tell someone that? We yeah. virtually never do. But right. if we, we'll go out of our way to tell somebody how it was bad. But we won't go out of way. And I think that's a great point that you're making with the news because Mm -hmm. for, you know, again, for every Bernie Madoff, there's a hundred thousand guys doing a great job who actually truly care about their clients.
2: That's right. And it's, it's only the bad ones that make the news. Just like we talked about Wells Fargo earlier, you know, and and they've been in the news a lot over the past two years, but that doesn't mean every one of Wells Fargo's advisors are bad. And it doesn't mean that financial advisors are bad and not going to do the right thing for you. So that's why it's so important just to take, Take the time interview two or three or 10, whatever you're comfortable with and make sure that you feel confident with yeah. what they're doing and the recommendations that they're making. So it, really it should be, you know, probably at least 50% yeah. of retirees are working with financial advisors, if not more. And so again, I think that comes down to probably 50% of retirees haven't saved anything. Yeah. Okay. They can. Um, so the ones that have saved need to work with an advisor to make sure that you're making good decisions on that going forward. Yeah. And so it's just, it, that's what it comes down to. Make smart decisions. You can always do better if you have that third person outside of you and your wife, or or you and your spouse's decisions. Yeah, that third person watching, making sure that you're, you know, making good choices over okay. time. Well, our
1: final one here, Nathan. We're going to take a quick break. Is uh, this one? This kind of got me. It's kind of cute. I saw a gentleman the other day at the store, and uh, we, we were standing there in line. We had to wait on somebody else, and he was in front of me. And uh, he turned around and said something to me, I think about the shirt I was wearing. And we just started having a conversation. a Really nice fella, and he was out at the grocery store. Drove himself to the grocery store. Was right. doing his stuff, and he was 97 years old. Wow! And oh, I was wow. like, That's "Are awesome. you freaking kidding me?" And, <laughs> That's Like, awesome. he probably could have beat me up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he He's was taking just, good care yeah, of Yeah, he was just a, he was just yeah. a heck of a nice guy. And That's so awesome. when I'm doing you need my digging. some day, of those jeans. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely need some of those. We were doing when I was doing me digging too. for the show. Uh you know it came across this stat and it made me think of this gentleman about 25% of people currently 65 will live past the age of 90. Wow. Okay wow. so a yeah. quarter yeah. of the 65 year olds out there should see 90 and 90 wow. plus. We got to talk yeah. about the longevity.
2: It is. I mean, that's, you know, typically when we're planning, we're planning minimum to 91 and 93 for the husband and wife, you know, the wife living longer. So yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to now is just in case, you know, just in case case case. you live to 90 or 91 or 97. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, But, you know, in that situation, you don't want to run out of money at 95. Yeah. You want to make sure you've got enough left there just just to make it through um, life expectancy or to leave what you're You know, kids or grandkids, whatever you want to leave to them over that time. My great-grandfather was 98 when he passed away, you know, about 10 years ago. So we are living longer. And and I think think a statistic that I saw recently was the fastest growing segment of our population is. is the over age 100. And that's, that's,
1: just, that's just crazy to me. I know. You know? I know. Well, we've you know we joked and talked about it here before. Now they're printing you know 3D body parts. So you never know, <laughs> right. right? They, they want to keep us around to, for whatever reason, whether it's, it's to pay taxes or to keep funding Big Pharma or something. You know, one of the that's two. Right. <laughs> but, uh, hey, listen, uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a break. Before we do, uh, let's tell, let folks know if they'd like to come in to have a one-on-one consultation, how they can do that. Yep.
2: We are really passionate about our community being educated on investing and well-prepared for retirement. We want to extend an opportunity to you right now to help be sure that you are well-prepared. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you if you call in the next 15 minutes and have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little taxes as possible, how to invest prudently, and even make sure that you don't outlive your money. Now, you may be saying to yourself, I don't really have to call in the next 15 minutes, right? And, and yes, that's true. You could probably take care of it in the next week or next month or whatever. But the deal is we've been coaching people on retirement planning for over 15 years and we've learned that it's really easy to procrastinate or get distracted so if you don't start the process now there's a very good chance that you're not going to do it at all so the first coaching that we're going to give you is to encourage you to take that first step now for almost everybody that's the hardest part from there, it's really not a painful process. So if you're ready to finally get a plan in place, give us a call right now at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. And that
1: number is 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH to get yourself on the calendar, no cost or obligation. 855-51-COACH, this is the financial answer. More to come right after this.
0: With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. Here in West Tennessee, turn to the team at O'Brien & Associates for help. Schedule a review of your plan by calling 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. You'll find out all the ways you can better prepare for your financial future. The team has offices in Jackson and Huntington, so there's a place close by for you to come in and meet. Call now, 855-51-COACH. Throughout history, people have relied on
1: sensei, scholars, and philosophers for answers to difficult questions. Although we can't
0: help you discover the meaning of life, we can help you sort through the numbers and figures in your financial plan. Keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien.
1: Well, we're into the fourth quarter here. And we are casting out our line for the day, the last line of the day to catch a fish uh, before we (laughs) go home. I told you I'm going to start working on these fish analogies. But anyway, you're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. 855-51-COACH is your number to call. Uh, If you really seriously, in all seriousness, if you want to endear yourself something fierce, call in and say, uh, you know, call the number 855-51-COACH. Say, listen, I'd like to talk with Nathan. I'd like to get the toolkit. I have some questions about retirement. And I love fly fishing. He'll be like on the phone in like three seconds. <laughs> Fastest callback ever,
2: right? <laughs> uh,
1: to be like, you know, That's let's funny. talk about fly fishing. Uh, all around good guy to talk to. Been doing yeah. this uh, 15 plus years. Uh, he has his, you know, he has his uh, his information. He's got his stuff down too. He's a registered investment advisor. He's a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor Pro with Dave Ramsey. And again, been doing this for about 15 years. So a great resource for you to tap into here in the Hub City. And uh, oh, go I want to yeah. put a plug in real quick.
2: Sure. I just uh here in, in Tennessee, we have something that we're just getting uh, since we're talking about fishing. OK. Uh, fly fishing. It's called the Mayfly Project. And oh, uh, I'm a member of that. I'm just uh, they're just getting it started here. And what it is, is the Mayfly Project will take uh, foster children and we have companies that will provide them with fly rods, fly reels, everything they need to go fly fishing. They just we just need some more. I guess counselors are not counselors but just more volunteers kind of the big brother you know? thing. Right, yeah, it's just or big like sister. that. So yeah. If you enjoy fly fishing, if you like that, give me a call at the office. I'd love to just get you on, you know, on board with this and and something that you could really make a difference in a young person's life. And it's not going to cost you anything except a little bit of time. And it's a lot of fun. If you enjoy it already, you're going to really love it. And we're going to awesome. get started 2019. So yeah, if you are interested, if you're listening and you are interested in that, give me a call. I can get you connected with the right people to be a volunteer for this and, and just make a difference in a kid's life
1: and it's called the mayfly project yeah it's
2: called the mayfly project and you can google it uh, you know and check it out there's a lot of states around us that have it already but for some reason tennessee has never started it but we're getting a, a chapter started right here in nice. jackson so yeah it's going to be really good looking forward to that awesome so, well that's awesome
1: yeah. well again if you want to call it's 855-51-COACH you can just use the same number and while you're on the phone just say hey listen i'd like to uh, talk about the mayfly project if you're into fly fishing they can always use an extra hand so that's awesome thanks nathan right Yeah. Absolutely appreciate it. Well, let's get, uh, let's get into our counting down the days. Actually, uh, one of the things we can kind of cover in here is going to be free time. So that's another thing to think about for volunteering, right? Uh, So counting down the days, let's lay out a few basic priorities to focus on for that last 10 years. So we'll kind of say this is focused towards that pre-retiree stage. Um, Maybe you're 10 years out before you decide to pull the, pull the trigger on retirement. Right? Yeah. Uh, Nowadays, first things first, get healthy, stay healthy.
2: Yes, absolutely. You know, and Mark, I think I've seen a big transition in this over the past few years. I mean, more people are running than I've ever seen in, in my life, you know, around the community and all of that. More it's amazing because staying... that's
1: what we used to have to do to actually go someplace a long, long time ago was to run. <laughs> that's, you know? right.
2: that's right. So, I mean, I'm seeing people make this decision a lot more than I did 10 years ago. You know, they're oh, sure. they're getting healthy. They're, they're trying to focus on that health and trying to stay healthy longer. And, and that, again, is attributing to us living longer, you know, Mm -hmm. that's why the numbers are going up. So that should be a focus to some extent. I mean, I don't think anybody ever says, well, I'm just going to eat chocolate cake every day and (laughs) not worry about it. You know, (laughs) nobody has that idea, but a lot of times we just don't take that action step to, you know, get out there and do some physical activity and, and especially, when we retire it's it's easy to maybe just sit on the couch and watch tv or hang out around the house and not really do anything so taking that action and getting out there and doing something whether it's you know golf or fly fishing or right, or yeah. whatever anything to get some activity there will help you enjoy life more and be healthier while you're still alive
1: well because if we are getting healthier which we clearly are as a society mm-hmm. which is a great thing you now have to to your point determine what you're going to do with all this free time that yeah. you have in retirement now right. I've heard some guys say, and, uh, I got a, I got a buddy whose dad retired and his dad was like, I don't know how I ever got anything done when I worked.
2: That's right. Cause I he feels that. like
1: he's super busy.
2: I hear that from almost every single client that I have that's retired. They, you know, before they do it, they're worried about the, you know, what am I going to do before they retire? But then, you know, let's say two years in, they're like, I don't know how I ever, when do I get to worked. rest? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, you know, there needs to be a balance of that, but you know, of, of, free time during retirement and things that you do. But most people find something. They find a hobby. They find that second job or part-time job or volunteer or whatever. There's a lot of things that they can do to take up that extra time. But just make sure that it's, you know, for the most part, not sitting at home on the couch. <laughs> That's not going to yeah.
1: Well, my list, we've actually talked a lot about some of the things on my list today. You just oh, mentioned a okay. post-retirement yeah, career, right. for example. Right. Uh, more and more people are doing that. Maybe you've they got are. a hobby that you actually want to turn into a small business. Uh, yeah. A lot of people and are doing that.
2: A lot of people, I have a lot of clients that go back to school in retirement. That sounds kind of funny, but I do have a lot of them do that and just learn something new, learn something they've always wanted to do. I think it's great. Do. Keep and, your brain engaged. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the other day I had a client call me and said, um, I went skydiving today, Nathan. (laughs) He turned 70. Nice. And he went skydiving. Yeah. He was like, I had to do it one point before I died. And he said, I thought this was the best time. And of course he didn't tell his wife until after the fact, but, but uh, you know, it was awesome. I was like, Yeah, that's great. You know, just yeah. get out there and do something you've always wanted to do.
1: Well, you're listening to the financial answer. We're kind of just talking about some, some key points to think about in that pre-retirement stage, 10 years out before retirement. Uh, let's get healthy. Let's stay healthy. I think societally we're, uh, we're doing that, uh, yeah. determine how you want to use your free time. Uh, want you know, once you get to retirement, think about a post-retirement career. If there is things you want to do, some people hit retirement, they retire, they don't do anything for a week. And they're like, this sucks. I want something to do. So that might be on your plate. And then of course, you know, some of the, now we'll turn that page from, you know, the, the, uh, I guess the activity side back yeah. to the financial side and say yeah. final couple pieces here. Again, that 10 year window is a great opportunity to save more.
2: It is. It is. Yeah. Cause number one, you can, you can use the catch up provision. We talked about that last week. I think think. it was last week. Yeah. yeah, You can save some more in your retirement plan through your 401k. You can save more, $6,000 more a year through, through a 401k in an IRA or Roth IRA, you can put an extra thousand dollars in every year. So take advantage of that, especially if you're financially able to take advantage of that and make sure that you load those things up that, you know, that last five or 10 years before retirement. Uh, that's a big deal. And then also, you know, along those lines, make sure you're debt free. That's, you know, that's important. You got to make sure you do that um, as you're going into retirement. Now, the mortgage doesn't have to be gone, um, but everything else, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, there's always the
1: two schools of thought there, right? We hear some people say, absolutely no debt in retirement, pay the house off before. And then we some say, that well, it's good debt. It's okay to have the mortgage.
2: It's better. It is better to have that mortgage paid off. Okay. I mean, it's, it's going to be easier for you to meet expenses. You don't have to have as much saved. And I would, I would, always turn this back to, have you done a good job saving for retirement? If you've got a really large nest egg, then the mortgage is not a big deal, okay, in retirement, or you've got a really good pension or something like that. That's not a big deal in retirement. But if you you don't, if you haven't maybe saved as much as you need to, and you look at your plan, and that's the situation, then, you know, in that case, yes, you need to retire debt-free, I would say, and make sure that, you know, All of that money is is there for expenses and things that you want to do that are outside of debt.
1: Okay. Well, our final one here, Nathan, we're going to wrap up the show, is, um, you know, in that final 10 years, not only are you trying to reduce the debt, but you should be making sure you're reducing the risk in your portfolio. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. People make a big mistake here by saying, oh, I haven't saved enough and I've got to put a lot more, yeah. or, or I've got to get a lot more so money like, before I retire. So they swinging for the fences. Yeah, yeah, 95% in stocks, you know, five years before they retire. And we have a 2008 and now they're working five more years than they expected to trying to make that up. So yeah, always invest. Based on your time horizon, we were talking about that earlier in the show, but the time horizon is crucial. When are you going to need that money? And then you can take the risk appropriate for that time horizon.
1: Yep, absolutely. I mean, it's always it's always a matter of just really kind of getting a strategy in place and working that. And as we talked about earlier in the show, you know, a lot of the things that, you know, we talk about here on the show is, is things that Nathan does every day. And, and go around, talk to a couple different advisors, get some opinions. But if you'd like to talk with Nathan, uh, you like what you hear on the show, well, that's why we're here. Give him a call. Get on the calendar. Come in and talk about those things. You'll have a good time chatting about it as well as you'll certainly learn something. So go ahead and give him a call. 855-51-COACH. That's eight five five fifty one, coach Speaking of learning something, uh, you're going to be doing the class again in October. So probably in the next couple of weeks, we'll start to talk about that again, Yeah, right? we'll
2: talk about that. It is. It's going to be, I don't remember the date either right now, but it is in October. It'll be at Jackson State Community College. Okay, so cool. It'll be, uh, it'll be good. We'll, we'll talk about that soon.
1: All right. Well, if you'd like to get that investor awareness guide, that uh, retirement rescue toolkit, go ahead one more time before we reach out, or before we end the show, I should say. Reach out and call eight five five fifty one, coach Eight five five fifty one. 51 coach no cost, no obligation, no whatever, just to go ahead and get the toolkit if you'd like it. It's a collection of good things in there Nathan will send out to you, uh, a good place to kind of dip your toe in the water, read some things. Uh, the investor awareness Guide Beacon there is a really good piece for you to work on. So eight five five fifty one coach that's your number to call. All right, buddy. Well, thank you. So uh, you know as always, thank you for your time on the program. You know I appreciate yeah, thank having you. you. Yeah, thank man.
2: you. Yeah, hope everyone has a great weekend.
1: Yeah, and don't forget, folks, that the Mayfly project. Check that out. That was really cool. So I'm glad yeah. that you mentioned that.
2: Yeah, it's good. It'll be good. And I, if you enjoy that, definitely call me. I'll be glad to get you hooked up there.
1: Yeah, give it a chance to uh, help mentor some foster kids and some or some foster. Was it foster kids? It
2: is. It, it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Okay. So it's uh, and we have a. Uh, a couple of great organizations in this area that for foster children. Okay. So I'm sure we'll be getting a lot of those in the
1: program. Awesome, awesome. Eight yeah. five five fifty one coach. This is the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien. I'm Mark Killian. We'll talk to you next time. Appreciate you.